Hello, everyone. It's so good to be back with you this weekend and to share with you the Word of God. You know, Faith Assembly is really you. And let me tell you what you've been doing. I know the guys made some announcements and made uh, some observations about what's been taking place, but you are really the one that's doing it. Even though you may not be physically involved, you might not even be yet financially involved, but you're a part of it because you make up this church family. And let me encourage you right now to share this, whatever platform you are using, share it. I had a pastor friend that recently told me he went on the first week and told his people to share it. And literally they went from less than a thousand to tens of thousands of people watching that broadcast. So do everything you can to amplify the message, to get it out, to share it with others. And let's see God do something awesome and incredible. Well, the guys didn't mention grocery distributions. You have helped to serve thousands of families with groceries, and I thank you for that. And then I'm really excited about this. Several weeks ago when we realized this was going to be a serious thing and I first started hearing people losing their jobs, we as a leadership team decided we were going to allocate up to $100,000 to help meet essential living expenses. Since that time, boy, it's been incredible because you have given some $230,000 thousand dollars to help people in need so we've already surpassed the hundred thousand we already have crossed the two hundred thousand and at this point the board met last week and we decided that we were just going to go ahead and make it three hundred thousand because we're family and we need to help each other when family is in need we may not be able to be, meet all your bills or uh, to even fulfill, you know, your rent or utilities in its entirety, but we can come alongside of you and help you along the way. And so that's what we are doing. Thank you so very much. And moms, listen, next weekend, next Saturday, that drive through, we want to see you here. And this is not just a a mother's drive-through. This is for everybody. We're celebrating moms. Maybe your mom is already in heaven, or hopefully she's still living, but we're celebrating moms everywhere. Your mom, you may not be a mother yet, or you may never have had children. Well, that's all right. Uh, You're special, of course, and you, you can celebrate with us all moms. So don't let that stop you from coming through the drive-thru. I know many people are wondering, Pastor, when are we going to um, resume services? I wish I had a clear word for you. Uh, This can get to be a complicated thing. I'm really praying about it. We are already planning. Um, We were going to open up in just a few weeks, but We're really just in a a holding pattern, and I can't wait. I know you're chomping at the bit also to be back in 
worship together. You know, this is wonderful coming to you like this, but it's just not the same, is it? I mean, it's wonderful, and God's using it, but Alice and I, and she's doing great. Um, when we video with our grandkids, you know, it's great, it's, it's good, and we enjoy it, but there's nothing like getting in the car or on an airplane, going there, walking in the door, hugging and embracing them. Oh, Zoom or video will never compare to that. So it's not going to be long. Hold on, have faith, and uh, we're going to get this thing done. Well, praise God. Today, this message is entitled, Rise Up, A Call to Battle. Um, I came across the picture on Facebook that uh, I thought was funny when I first saw it. It was actually put up by a cousin of mine who's a pastor in the Ocala area. And uh, it said, Lord, my mother, mixing hand sanitizer and holy oil, killing germs and demons at the same time. Well, we can't kill demons but we certainly are in a battle with the kingdom of darkness that includes uh, demonic spirits, of course. I don't know how many there are. I don't care. All I know is God is calling us to rise up and to challenge the kingdom of darkness. Well, that's exactly what God wants all of us to do. And this word, I believe, is a word from God for faith assembly at this moment. A few days ago, I woke up early in the morning, and it was like just this cauldron of anger started rising up within me, and it was like all of a sudden my eyes were open, and, and it was like, oh, my Lord, uh, the enemy is having a field day. The enemy and the kingdom of darkness is celebrating what is happening around the world. No, the devil didn't create the virus, but he sure is taking advantage uh, of opportunities all around the world, causing chaos, depression, destruction, financial ruin. He's come, the Bible says, to kill, steal, and destroy. Well, before I give you that verse, let me give you this one. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, it says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Now let me stop there because I've been guilty of this in the last few weeks and I suspect some of you may have also. And that is getting a little angry at individuals or thinking people are making wrong decisions or government overreach and on and on and on. But as I woke up the other morning, all of a sudden it became very clear to me and my eyes were more open than ever. No, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But the Bible says, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts, of wickedness in the heavenly places. Oh, Paul saying to faith assembly, he's saying, 
faith assembly, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the kingdom of darkness. And then he says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, he says. In other words, rise up. Don't slouch spiritually at this time, but rise up. Maybe some of you listening, maybe many of you listening, you love God, but you've reached into a, or settled into a place of law and complacency, and you are slouching, as it were. Well, open your eyes and realize that the enemy wants to use what's going on around us to defeat us in every possible way. So rise up, open your eyes, and stand up, and this is a call to battle. Well, John chapter 10, verse 10 says this, the thief does not come except to steal, kill, and to destroy. Well, the Bible is saying the thief, the only reason he comes is to kill, steal, and destroy. He's not come for any other reason. And that's why I say he's having a field day. There are things going on around the world people are suffering and when people suffer and when people die and when people diminish and, and they face oppression and depression and suicide, the kingdom of darkness swells with gratitude and happiness. That's why. Rise up, believer, and realize you're not going to let the enemy use this against you. He's not going to kill you. He's not going to steal from you. He's not going to destroy you. The other day on social media, saw someone, don't really know them. They were complaining about some official publicly. And they said, with this lack of leadership, I'm bound to get this. Speaking about the disease. I read that and I'm like, oh my Lord, dear Lord, lady, please. I, I, I don't know her, but I almost messaged her and said, please take that back. Please speak against that. Don't speak that over your life. This is not a time to fall into a, a lap spiritually. It's a time to rise up and take a stand. Well, when a battle is about to take place and the generals or the commanding officers stand in front of their troops and they give them a word, it's not a word of defeat. They don't say to their troops, listen, we're going to lose. All of you are going to die, uh, but do the best you can. No, they speak of victory. And God is calling us, speaking victory over our lives and saying to us that you and I are to have victory over all the power of the enemy. God sees the divine potential 
in every one of us. The problem is sometimes we want to be a conqueror without the conflict. Sometimes we want to triumph without tragedy. And sometimes we want a testimony without a test. Well, whether you wanted it or not, you've got a conflict. Whether you wanted it or not, you've got tragedy around us. Whether you wanted it or not, you've got a test. And the good news is this. In this test, God will help you to have a testimony. And in this tragedy, God will help you to triumph. And in this conflict, you will be more than a conqueror. The devil came to kill. It's sad, but over 50,000 Americans have died in the last few weeks. Every year in America, some 300,000 people die from numerous causes. Um, this year, sadly, the number will climb dramatically, and there will be the virus added to that number. There will be suicides added to that number. There are a lot of people in dire straits right now. That is why we're helping people. There are people that need a lifeline thrown to them. Maybe it's you. And maybe you're sitting there and saying, that's me. I feel like I'm drowning. I'm, I'm going under, I feel like, for the last time. Then reach out your hand. Rise up. It's okay to get help if you need help, of course. But if you need prayer and you need something else, please call. We're in this together. We're family, and we need to help each other. Well, the enemy is having a heyday. Yes, he is. But he's not going to have a heyday with us. He's not going to have a heyday in our family. He's not going to diminish us. No, we're going to come out a conqueror. We're going to come out in triumph. We're going to come out with a testimony. We must rise up and come against the gates of hell so they will not prevail. Isaiah chapter 59 says this in verse 19. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. When the enemy, when the devil, Lucifer, uh, Beelzebub, whatever you want to call it, when he comes in like a flood with his army of demon spirits, the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Let me tell you, the enemy has come in like a flood around the world. People are fearful all over the world. There are people dying all over the world. There are people starving to death all over the world that don't have access to food at this time. But the good news is this. The kingdom of God is expanding in the midst of this. We are the standard that the Spirit of God is raising up. Well, James chapter 4, verse 7 says this. Therefore, submit to God. 
resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Wow, I like that. The Word of God gives us the direction we need at this time in our lives. Therefore, submit to God. Draw near to God. That is the key in all of this. Rise up. Draw near to God. Don't sit in activity or inactivity spiritually, but submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He will flee from you. The root word is where we get our English word fugitive, meaning running away, moving from place to place. I don't know how our faith does it and the power of our mouth speaking the word against the enemy, but I know that the enemy has no choice but to flee like a fugitive. Well, rise up, speak into the kingdom of darkness and carve out pockets of the kingdom of darkness and bring the light of Jesus Christ there. Over the years, I prayed regularly uh, this prayer and this statement of, of faith to rebuke the enemy and every plan and every scheme and every attack of his against me, against my family, against this church family, in the name of Jesus Christ. And maybe each one of you men and moms, maybe in your own families, you need to start speaking that word of declaration over your household, binding the enemy and casting down every plan, every scheme, every attack of the enemy. Speak it because the devil has to go. The devil comes to steal, the Bible says. He wants to steal our joy, our peace, our victory, our finances. So I ask you, are we going to sit here and let him do it? Are we, are we going to allow our eyes to be open spiritually into the spiritual realm? No, this is not just a physical thing going on. This is a spiritual thing going on in our world today. And there are battles uh, raging around the world. So we've got our part to play, to rise up and engage in the battle against the enemy of our life, against the enemy of our family, against the enemy of those around us, this city, this country, to claim the kingdom of God over it and the defeat of the enemy. He comes to steal our joy, our peace, our victory, our finances, of course. We're not going to let him rise up. We're not going to let him rise up. Get a holy boldness in your soul. Rise up. Don't let it happen on your watch. Well, rise up. Men, let me speak to you for a moment. I want to challenge you to rise up and stand against the enemy that would come against your family. None of us are exempt. The enemy hates all believers because he hates Christ. And so you're not exempt from the attacks 
the attacks of the kingdom of darkness. James chapter 4, 7, let me read it again. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil. He has no choice but to flee. Well, we are to invade the enemy's kingdom with prayer, praise, and the word of God. You know, it's really all about people. This is a war about the souls of mankind. We don't focus on the devil. We focus on Jesus. He is our commander-in-chief. He has the battle plan. It's the word of God. That's why we are to read it, to study it, to apply it to our lives. That is how the word of God is how we know and understand we have authority over the enemy. The word of God is how we know and understand that we must resist the enemy. It's the word of God that shows us how we know and understand the devices of Satan. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, it says, Lest Satan should take advantage of us. Oh, my Lord. Look at that verse. Faith assembly, you that are listening, you that love God, he's talking to believers. Lest Satan should take advantage of us. What area of our life, what area of our family, what area of those around us that we love, what area is the enemy taking advantage of? So we open our eyes. We don't just let him come in and take over. No. He's a thief. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. You know, I'm not someone that's generally ever fearful. But, um, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you hear a noise, um, that can, you know, that can shake you a little bit. And all of us probably have been there that uh, you're in your house and you hear a noise and you wake up and you wonder if there's somebody in the house. You wonder if there's a thief, somebody that's come to steal from you, to hurt you, to maybe even kill you. Um, some time ago, now don't, um, I don't know whether I want you to repeat this or not, but some time ago, Alice and I, we woke up, seemed to be a loud noise in the house. And um, growing up on a farm, I know some of you don't understand this at all, but trust me, it's okay, all right? But growing up on a farm, I went hunting all the time. Um, I went fishing, and uh, I, I lived the farm life, and, and guns were a part of our life. And we were very safe, but we would go hunting. And, and uh, after I got saved, I have to admit that I used to dove hunt before I got saved, because we'd have a lot of doves that would fly over the fields and eat the peanuts and, uh, that were left after the harvest. And uh, after I got saved and read that the Holy Spirit came down in the form of a dove, I just had a hard time 
shooting doves after that. I, I gave it up. It just really impacted my life. But I, I still went duck hunting. So anyway, I'm saying all that to tell you that, yes, I've, I've got a couple of guns. I don't ever use them anymore, but they're, uh, they're special to me because they were a part of my life growing up. And my dad gave me one of them. So they're still there. And I woke up and Yes, I grabbed my shotgun and I started walking through the house. You say, Pastor, would you have killed someone? No, I wouldn't have killed them. But it's birdshot and uh, they would have wished they hadn't come in my house. I, I would have probably just scared them, but I'm not going to let somebody come in and kill my wife or kill me. But I walked through that house looking for that thief. I mean... I, I was sure somebody was in that house. I walked into every room with that shotgun there. And please, I know some of you, some of you, I feel a little judgment coming my way right now. So uh, you need to repent of that. But I walked into every room and, and nobody was there. But I mean, I was on edge. I didn't just lay in the bed when I heard that noise. I didn't lay in the bed and say, Alice, did you hear that noise? And say, Alice, why don't you go check it out? No, I literally thought someone was in that house. And I jumped up off of that bed and started taking action. Listen, there's someone encroaching in the spiritual realm against your life. And you need to stand up. And a shotgun won't do any good in the kingdom of darkness. But prayer and praise and the word of God will cause the enemy to flee. But if you just keep lying there in bed, saying, God, take care of that. No, you get up. You speak. You declare the goodness of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. And you put the devil to fight. You are the standard that the Holy Spirit uses when the flood, the enemy comes in like a flood. Well, rise up. Lest the devil take advantage of us. For we are not ignorant of his devices. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 26. The Bible tells us that if we will with humility, in verse 25, with humility, speak the truth to unbelievers who are opposing us. With humility, speak the truth. The Bible says that God will bring repentance to their life if they turn to him. And this is where it picks up and says that they may come to their senses and escape and escape. Aren't you glad that you came to your senses and escaped the snare of the devil when you were taken captive by him to do his will? There are people that, you know, that are not serving God and they think they're in ultimate control of their lives. Well, I'm here to tell you they're not. They are ensnared by the enemy. The enemy has a hold on their lives. And 
They are ensnared to the point that they are blind to it. But thank God, you and I that know Christ, we're not ensnared anymore. Absolutely not. Let me give you one more verse. It's Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. It says, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock, on the declaration that Peter made, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. On that declaration, Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades, or hell, shall not prevail against it. While Jesus said this, you and I get to be a part of his church. This local fellowship called Faith Assembly is just part of the greater church of Christ all over the world. Millions upon millions and millions and millions of believers all over the world. If we will all rise up and realize we have authority, all authority over all the power of the enemy to rise up and do battle against the enemy, especially at times such as this. Well, the gates of hell shall not prevail, Jesus said. This Greek word, and the reason we ever even mention the meaning of the Greek word is because, uh, of course, the New Testament being written in Greek and Arabic, but uh, the Greek, the main language of that day, was that this Greek word for prevail means to be superior, to overcome. So everything the devil has in his arsenal, death and doubt and fear and unbelief and, and all the arsenal of the demons of darkness cannot overcome the church that you and I get to be a part of. And we are also a part of making sure that he does not prevail. So I declare over your life that you're going to rise up, that you're going to rise up to a point you're going to take authority over the kingdom of darkness. You are more than a conqueror, the Bible says. This is a call to battle. You can't be a conqueror without conflict. You can't triumph without tragedy. You can't have a testimony without a test. And so the good news is we're going to be, as we stand up and take our place in the kingdom of God and do battle against the forces arrayed against us, we're going to be more than a conqueror. We're going to triumph. We're going to have a testimony. Let's pray. Father, I pray for every person listening. I pray, oh Lord God, the Spirit of the Lord would come upon them and that Lord, that Spirit would cause them, the Holy Spirit of God would cause them to rise up in boldness and in declaration to declare, God, that you and I together, the kingdom of God working together will overcome and overpower the forces arrayed against us and set them to flight. Lord, 
in every family, I pray in the name of Jesus that every plan, every scheme, every attack of the enemy against every family and every person in our church family would come to naught. It would fall at their feet. The enemy would be defeated, that they would be a conqueror, that they would triumph, that they would have a testimony. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the authority and the power of your word in our life and your spirit within us that causes this to happen. And we praise you for it in Jesus' precious name. For those of you listening today that don't know Christ, the Bible says that you are ensnared by the enemy to do his will. I pray today as you listen to these words that you will come to your senses as we read a moment ago. Come to your senses and rise up and cast off that ensnarement from the enemy and join the kingdom of God by repenting. And I pray today that's exactly what you would do. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us this morning. This service, as well as all of our Faith Assembly services, are archived on our website. If you made the commitment this morning to follow Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, congratulations and welcome to the family of God. We would like to get some very important information to you. Information that will help you start your spiritual journey the right way. The best way that we can do it is by texting that information to you. So if you would text your full name to the number that you see on the screen, 321-204-1011. Again, 321-204-1011. Text your full name to that number. We'll follow up with getting you the right information that you will need to start your spiritual journey. Also, I just want to follow up with what Pastor Astani shared earlier. Uh, we are here to help you. We're here to serve you. If you have a need during this season, uh, if you need practical assistance, if you need groceries, prayer, whatever you need, we're here to help and to serve you. If you will go to our website, click on the coronavirus button. It'll take you to a landing page. There's a form there for you to fill out. If you fill out that form, someone will follow up with you as soon as possible. Also, if you're in a position that you're able to give to help others, feel free to give. On that page, we'll also give you the opportunity to be able to give something online. Now, immediately following this service, our kids' ministry has a beautiful presentation set up for your kids. On behalf of the entire staff, thank you for joining us this morning. We love you. We miss you. God bless you.